I heard a delayed thing, Dan. Is that so, natural? So, so no, it's not natural. Uh, Will not there sure. be many delays to this broadcast? There always are. Posting delays. Yeah, man. Laugh track delays. <laughs> Having some issues with GarageBand right now. It's being a real dick. Delays, delays, delays. Not the potato chips. Yes. Arguably our worst ever intro to That's the podcast pretty, just occurred. Pretty fucking terrible. Congratulations. I thought, I thought something was going to happen exciting in the that uh, delay. It, that, uh, shitty. I mean, if we don't start over... This is a edited free podcast. If you listen to this and say, "Are they that good on the mics?" We are, and that <laughs> was true, proof because I don't edit anything. We just blew the intro <laughs> real bad. And if it was up to me, I'd say start that over. But I'm going to start it over regardless. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Fresh Talk. Welcome to Fresh Talk. Another exciting episode with a terrible intro is about to come your way. Dan, how you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right too. Tired. Relatively good tired or bad good tired? Good tired. Worked out a lot today. So I know you I were pooped. really tired because um, you have two beers, and usually you do the podcast on un beer, but today you have... Oh, that's not true. Two beers. I almost always have two beers. Do you really? Yeah. Is this a post um, your Oktoberfest thing? You just can't get off the booze? Well, if it's not beers, it's usually whiskey. So. <laughs> I don't think I've been off the booze, J-Man. Uh, fair enough, fair enough. I worked, I worked all day today. You worked all day. Good, good, good. But yeah, the night off, you're ready to chill out. Um, you have your two beers with you. We're doing a nice little fresh talk episode. And if you can name the reference to the local band that that song is about, I will cheers you. Mm-hmm. We still owe uh, our listener, Lucy, a uh, a gift. We do. And uh, a name is gentleman whose name I'm forgetting in the UK right now. Mm-hmm. Somebody else nailed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, cool. so Lucy got it in the live broadcast. Okay. Um, but we got to give it to the person that got it in the delayed uh, podcast version broadcast. Absolutely. I'll um, find that Hey, right you want to hear some good news about our good friend Lucy? And for all listeners, take heed to this. Lucy, who is a friend of ours from the United States, currently living in the greater Dallas area. She is so pumped for Get Happy. She is coming to England. She's going to do it? She is doing it. She is God the damn. first confirmed... American not involved with the tour that's on her way. Many have threatened. We <laughs> receive emails and tweets and messages constantly of people threatening to go abroad. And she's the one who's actually well, doing she it. She was so the, far. First, the first, even when we were recording that episode and she was, you know, watching live on Facebook, she was like, Maybe I'll, you know, just cancel my warp tour vacation and go on the fucking fresh uh, get happy tour. How inspiring. That warp tour cruise that's happening. I don't know if you've caught this, Dan, but it is Awesome. I'm kind of offended we weren't asked to be on it. Yeah, me too. Me too. Oh, it is so cool. <laughs> All the years we did book tour. Yeah, right. Bowling for Soup is on it, and yeah. the Aquabats are on it. So honestly, it's almost like a little prelude on the high seas to get happy, but Maybe the lineup, the lineup's cool, man. That's I think it's awesome. like a three-day thing, and different bands kind of bounce in and out. It is going to be... I can't imagine how much fun those people are going to have on that cruise. It's going to rule. From the bands playing to the people going to it, I think cruises are great. They're going to have a great time. No, we were not invited. Um, however, with that said, she is actually giving up her Warp Tour cruise tickets to go to England in the middle of winter and go to the Get Happy Tour. You see, that's kind of crazy. It's crazy, but it's awesome. I mean, it's amazing, but it's kind of crazy. And she's great. I can't wait to see her. It's just going to be strange to see her over there, but it's going to be wonderful. If anybody wants to follow her lead, go for it. Get online. Get on Facebook. Get on. Not that there's message boards, if you will, but people are definitely, especially in the Bowling for Soup fan page, there's a Bowling for Soup uh, fan group that's actually really well put together. I think I've told you this before, Dan. It's not like a hokey one. A lot of people are friends, and they communicate and put stuff together. It's really, really well done. I don't know if we could find maybe the exact Facebook um, account, but I'm on there. I'm a member of it. And of course you are. You're whackback. Yes, absolutely. I'm going for super whackback. Um, this is a song that reminds me of my fuck you Dan hat. Uh, <laughs> that I, but, was one of my favorite. Great. That's a great song. Songs. That's a great. That's a real actually underrated song. I think. Yeah, um, the fuck you Dan hat is a great song. <laughs> it's a great song. <laughs> it's just me, your mama, and a fuck you Dan hat. <laughs> Uh, I thought of that song the other night. Did and you got really? all bumped because it got stuck in my head. And for like five seconds, I'm like, damn, you already hit. Oh. That's still no, some of I your finest it. detective work ever. <laughs> I knew. I knew. If, any, if we were huge, people would love a fake YouTube video, Sherlock Holmes, of you with the pipe and the hat. You know, like elementary, my dear Goldberg. And I'm, I'm the Moriarty, and you found out that I've plagiarized the doobies. Well, I can't do that, but I can do this instead. I'd like to hear some funky Dixieland pretty mama come and take me. By the hand. Give it to me again. Which one, yours or the doobies? 
Oh, you got mine? Yeah, you got oh, Yeah, yeah. It's me and your mama and a redneck bong. That's the way me and your mama get along. I'd like to hear some funky Dixieland. I, I don't know why we're doing this again. We did a whole episode on this. Yeah, and I even refined the track, and the refining of oh, Redneck Bong is even closer to the doobies. <laughs> it's just me and your mama and a Redneck Bong. It's the only way your mama ever gets it on. It's sad. Really catchy hit. Um, if you don't know what we're talking about, you're clearly not a regular listener because I invented this incredible song, and I was so excited about it. It turns out I ripped off the doobies, but I didn't know, and Dan found out. Um, meaning the out. entire Army of Freshman catalog is probably the <laughs> Doobie Brothers. <laughs> get them up is actually like, taking it to the streets. Get them up. Get them up. Um, but uh, Dan, uh, we are gathered here today to talk about nothing in particular. Did you find David, the place? David Stobby. Oh, okay, David. David Savvy. Cool, cool, cool. We do. We actually did pull something out for Lucy and David. I got to hunt down their uh, addresses, and we'll get that in the mail nice. to you. Um, merch sales are picking up, Dan. We don't have a merch store, I but like, I got it. I got an email today that said, "Hey, man, can I buy under the radar?" And I said, "Yes, you yes, can. You can." PayPal, hefedaymanos at yahoo.com nine ninety nine. That's ten bucks. I'm watching. You better put that in the van account. Mm-hmm. It's it's happening. I'll buy you a beverage on the plane. Oh. Uh, we got a great plane story. We we can't really share it just yet. But once once things smooth <laughs> over, we got to tell the listener all about that page? in the build up to the get out. Um, did, yeah, it is. Um, what's the address, Dan? If if somebody's interested in uh, checking this uh, bowling, this is a bowling for fan page called bowling for soup fan page okay bowling for soup fan page our fan page is better than yours and it's not actually it's not one of those you know let's call it like a cheesy fan club thing these people are very interactive on here i've watched it over the past couple months um it's cool you can meet a lot of wonderful people over there if you are going to the get happy tour in the uk definitely touch base with people let them know and lucy actually got some advice from people closed group oh you actually have to you have to request join you have to request yeah sure that's the right one yeah it is it is oh troy's in here it's got me. Yeah, and the members of Bowling for Super on there as well. Um, and they're actually active on it, which is pretty cool because a lot of um, fan pages don't actually have the bands engaged there. So if you're getting happy for Get Happy Tour, we said we're going to talk Get Happy Tour every single week. What we're talking about this week, very quickly to get you pumped, is join the Bowling for Soup fan page. You'll yes. find us on there and a lot of wonderful conversations, people getting ready. You'll find to, Chris on there anyway. Yeah, to, to meet at shows and hang out. And if you are thinking about going over there from the United States, it's a great place to go on there and get some advice from some UK Bowling for Soup fans as to what venues to go to, what shows to go to, so forth and so on. Dan, the Get Happy update to start the podcast. All you can do is go to the the Fresh Talk, you know, fan page. Sign up there. Yes, we do. The Fresh Talk actually does have a page, but we have nobody on it. No, no, I don't. I don't do much on it except announce when we're recording live. So if you want to, you know, be notified of when we're recording and hear the latest Get Happy updates okay. live as they happen, okay. there. There you go. There you go. Uh, update on Get Happy. Supposedly tickets are selling incredible. We don't have numbers yet, but word on the street is the promoters are pleasantly surprised. I don't know what they thought was going to happen, but people are buying some tickets, getting stoked. Because so it's not winter yet. Yeah. True, true, true. Winter <laughs> is coming. They will be angrily surprised in winter. Yeah. Winter is coming. So if you've been thinking about getting those tickets, I'm not giving the, 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 the fakey here, I'd recommend that you get them in advance. If you think you're going to get them at the door, you're probably not. If you're saving up for a couple bucks, saving up for a couple weeks, get those tickets. Holidays are coming. I'm sure it's going to be a hot holiday seller. And the initial numbers apparently have been sensational, which is great because we're worried. Like, are people going to be stoked? Apparently, people are very stoked, which is really, really exciting. I guess we just had to take some years off. We did. I could not be getting more excited about this, Dan. And you know why? No, and why? This weekend, why don't you tell the listener what we did? Oh, I got a lot of songs stuck in my head. Army of Freshmen songs. Because we jammed all weekend. All weekend. Like, literally all weekend. Our first practice in a long... Uh, it's been over three years. It's been all three, like, in a quarter years. Because when we came back from England the last time, we literally did nothing yes. after that. My equipment went in the garage, uh-huh. and there it sat. And, and we lost the jam room. We, we got, gave up our jam room. We gave it up because we just knew that we couldn't we afford it. <laughs> we were yeah. never there. Yeah, exactly. So, it has been a long time since Army of Freshmen proper... Six guys in a band jamming together jammed. And and what we decided to do, which is very unique for us, is instead of normally having a practice schedule like we would if we had our – back in the day when we had our own practice spot, we decided to – We had a practice schedule. Kam- it was just two straight yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Uh, kamikaze it. Guys, listeners, we jammed for two straight 
days. This is not a Chris exaggeration. Mm-hmm. This is true. About eight hours on the first day and about four hours on the second I day. I would say five hours on the second day. Five hours? We didn't playing. leave. Until, well, okay. Playing. We had, we had playing. a chat after Obviously, so, yeah. well, you know, there was a lot of other things we had to go over and do and discuss, but Dan... Everybody was physically hurting. I mean, Aaron's hands, he said, were killing him. Kai was cramping. You and Owen just playing the piano again and again and again and again. I mean, drumming. I mean, well, let's not even get into that yeah. for various reasons, but it's... It is demanding. No one should ever get into drumming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it is demanding physically. I mean, it really... Yeah, I, no, it is. It's a workout. An hour an hour set, no big deal. Do it in your sleep. Hours of playing? Eight hours? Whoo! That's work. Here's the exciting thing, and I don't think I'm full of shit when I'm saying this. Um, everybody had done a little practicing ahead of time to get to get back, get the chops back, learn some of the tunes. By the end of the weekend, I was pleasantly surprised is not the right word. Blown away. I was pumped. I was pumped. I was pumped. really excited and proud of us. I mean, it was sounding what good. Say? It was sound good. I didn't know what to expect. I mean, I no. really, really didn't. Not at all. Um, but it, it, you know, it tightened up quick. You know, obviously, you know, it's been a long time. Got to get the know? rust off and all that yeah. stuff. I mean, you know, fortunately, personally, I have been practicing here mm. at the the barrage, and it for showed, Dan. Uh, and all, I told you that. I told you that when we were there. I was, I was very impressed, man. You're sounding really, really good. Because I always, I, you didn't hear me two weeks prior. Okay, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uniforms is the one. I don't want to start oh, giving away tunes. Out. Well, you shred on that solo. Like your fingers are going nuts. They're it's moving. a rage and rage and solo. So I leaned in for that one. I'm like, okay, let's let's see if the old spoon man still got them <laughs> choppies. And you nailed it. Okay. You know, it was sounding really good. It, I felt like. After a day of work on the second day, I was like, man, we really haven't skipped a beat. Like, yeah, there's things that need to be tightened up a little bit. Yeah, but, of course. I mean, I want to go over there and rock. I want to put on a good show. I want those people to remember us. But I want crowds to be like, damn, those guys are old. But, you know, they still got it. It's not like sometimes you see bands. Uh, we famously, I mean, yeah, well, fuck it. I'll even say it. Um, we saw Sugar Colt play at Grows Rock. And it was quite a few years after them being active. It was almost like a bit of a little reunion mm. tour. And we were really disappointed. I mean, Marie, I, I wasn't there. Oh, just another Grows Rock. We had story. this conversation uh, this weekend. <laughs> this weekend, we talked how sad that's the one tour Dan didn't do. So every True. time Grows Rock played, you know, it just felt like, and I love that band, love them. And this is not anything negative in any way, shape, or form. But it was very clear that the, they were a different band. Do you know what I mean? You could tell that they hadn't got a lot of practice in. They weren't really rocking out. I mean, that band used to rock out, covered in sweat, yeah, going fuck for yeah, it. They did. You know, and um, we've all gone to see bands that we haven't seen in years, and maybe it's a reunion tour or whatnot. And and I and you're just like, you know, and I don't want that. I really want to. You know, I, I'm not saying that we're going to suddenly wake up and be 25. Maybe we will. I'm not convinced if you put me on a tour bus for a week, I won't wake up and actually be 25. I'm doing a lot of training yeah. already to get ready for this yeah. tour in February. Yeah, so. me too. Now, physical training or yeah. booze training? No, no, physical training. Yeah, good for you, Dan. Yeah. Look, is this kind of like a little litmus to kind of get in shape, for lack of a better well, word? Well, I kind of, it's not a litmus. I just needed to get in shape because I knew I would die if I didn't on this yeah. tour in England. So, funny, I don't know if you have any recollection of this, but do you remember the first time we got. Uh, bowling for Soup Tour in England. It mm-hmm. was not. It was pre Get Happy. It was 2005. Yeah, we played the Corn Exchange. Yeah, the, shows. I mean, biggest biggest tour that um at the time we'd that ever, we had ever, that done, ever yeah. done. I mean, we were ecstatic, and Way you and I 03. had a lot of time on our hands. Oh, it wasn't 03. That was uh, 05, the tour that I'm talking about. But bottom line, um, you and I had a lot of time on our hands back then. You know, we didn't have gigs or full time gigs, and you and I said we're going to be. We wanted to be so good. This is true <clears> that we were going to work out. And oh, I do remember. Yeah, this. and we we and this is true. I'm not making this up. Dan and I for about one week, we went to the YMCA. We swam. We ran for one week. We're like, <laughs> dude, imagine if we yeah, keep this up this for up. A, a month. Week two, done, <laughs> nah, done, done. Nah. Ain't shit. But man, for that one week. But um, people don't understand playing shows is physically demanding. Well, how we play shows is. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I've seen some bands that. It's not physically demanding, but we try and have a good time on stage. Absolutely. And let everybody have a good time in the totally. crowd. And it's and, work, man. And, and sometimes, I mean, especially when you get a little older in terms of getting in shape or you're hitting a gym for a while or swimming or whatever you choose yeah. to do, you need that thing to inspire you to do it. Because when you don't have that thing coming up, and that thing can be anything. It could be, I'm getting married, I want to look good. Or it could be, um, I'm going on this cruise and I want to look good. Or it could be um, whatever it is. But if you just get in a rut of not really having anything come
coming up and just kind of doing your day to day. That's where people fall apart. It's true. You know? It's very true. So when you got that, especially spank- when you're our age and your day to day can be really fucking taxing or demanding. If yeah. you're busy all day, or absolutely working your 18 jobs a day, like it's hard, man. And and bodies are changing, metabolism's changing, <laughs> physically things, gravity's getting, you know. So you have to fight harder. To combat that, Way harder. you can absolutely do it, but you've got to be willing to put in a little work. You know what I'm saying is a walk around a the block. More. Don't cut it. You know <laughs> what I mean? You if know, I like, worked out in 2005 as hard as I'm working out now in 2017, I would be in peak physical performance. I am kicking my own ass every day at lunch at the gym, uh, and I'm not losing a fucking pound. Like, yeah. I mean, my body's changing, but I'm still. St- it usually takes. Um, 30 hard days of commitment before you start seeing legitimate changes if you're out of shape. Oh, no, no, I've, I've, seen, I've seen changes. I, I, okay. I'm months into this. Oh, like, oh, you've been going. Yeah, I mean, it hasn't been every single week. There, you know, I went to Germany and I drank gallons of beer. <laughs> I'm things like, like that. I've been training hard. Where were you two weeks ago? Oktoberfest. <laughs> Probably like the one place. You know, like. Well, I'm not going to train while we're in England either. I mean, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong, every day around midnight at Oktoberfest, people just set treadmills on fire. It's actually part of it, you know? Like, I, <laughs> Fuck working out, we're drinking. Yeah. I saw I'll never work out again. That's what all those sirens, sirens work. Good for you, though. So, so in some ways, beyond yourself, you're looking at the tour as an opportunity to work hard and get in shape. Like, you want to go over there feeling great. I don't want to come off stage, no matter how long our set is, and be like, oh, I'm going to fucking die. Yeah, yeah. It's funny. It's going to happen anyway, but I can our, at least mitigate it a bit. In our peak, I was like that. And, and since I've gotten into better shape in many ways, oh, man. some of the best shape in my life, I think, my God, oh, what kind it. of shows could I have put on <clears throat> 10 years ago? Yeah. Because I was going through my I hate working out. Working out is for jerks. Running is stupid. Riding bike. I mean, I went through that period. You <laughs> no, know, I did. just did like fuck it. I, I, you're, oh, you run with dumb shit. Then all of a sudden, you know, I got in my mid thirties and I found running, and I'm like, it's so amazing, you know. But to th- weird. It's so weird. I mean, it's how I feel about dogs. I didn't get dogs. I didn't really like them. I didn't understand them. That's because you were fucking a freak, a fucking moron. <laughs> uh, you know, the things, you know. Running, I get. Dogs, old, I don't. Oh, yeah. It's about old age is wisdom, right? You know, I mean, it is what it is. I like the was that, you know, if I knew then what I know now. Right. You know, I wish I would have been in that shape, but I'm in that shape now. Just like Never um, go to Amity Gardens again. Yeah, well, good song. <laughs> Great good song. song. Uh, Amity Gardens by Fountains of Wayne. Incredible. If you've never heard it, turn this off. Go to Spotify or iTunes and listen to that song. It's we'll wait. fucking. We'll wait. Angel Broker Wing. Oh, you poor thing. What a great opening <laughs> oh, man. line. Yeah. What, a good, what a good band. So good, so good. Um, at any rate, so um, so you're, you're getting in shape. We're getting in shape. Right. And what we're talking about is, you know, we want to be good over there. I want to yeah. go over there. And, and I'm, I'm using it, too, to, to pick it up a little bit and kind of get into better shape. Because I'd love to get to that airport and say, I am in great shape. I feel like a million bucks. I've lost a little weight. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling strong. And I'm going to destroy it in one week. But I'm ready to go. Like peak performance. I did that with a, a show that we did in 2014 when we um, played a show over in Jersey for Mr. Mathis, which was a, oh, yeah. a tribute concert mm-hmm. for this teacher that changed my life. And I, that was like my peak of, you know, I went all the way and basically set a goal for myself. Mm-hmm. So the morning b- before I got on the plane, you know what I mean? I had a, a scale and I wanted to hit my goal and I hit my goal. And it just really did change how I went over there. I just felt like I did it. No, I didn't do a thing over there, but no, rage and eat and party. But it was like a celebration of the milestone of getting there. So, Hi, man, I'm jealous that you can still run. Like, I can't run at all. Because your knees? I'm fucking, no, not my knees. Like, I think it's my IT band. Like, it fucks up my back. Like, if I run, because I was running. I ran for about three or four years. Uh-huh. You know, five, five to eight miles. Not a day, but four or five days a week. Woo! Yeah. Like you were up there, yeah. Like when, when, I, were you, when were you doing that? When I dropped that, when I dropped all that weight, like 20, 2011, 2012? That's a massive amount of running. Yeah. That's not. That's not like two miles. No, that, no. It was. I, were, my, I would. You were getting up to eight. That was f- a special occasion. Fairly rare, but, but you yeah, were doing I mean, four five, or five. No, five every every time I would run. Yeah, good for you. I, I, had, a great, I had no idea. That's... Actually, when you, you started running with me a little bit, and this was when I was a little further in. This is before you actually started training. And I was I was hitting five miles routinely. Like, every time yeah, I would run. I think run. I went with you once or twice to, like, try it, but I was still yeah. kind of in, like, bitch mode. And I was still there, too. Uh-huh. I got, I mean, I got to five miles every time. Wow. But then my back fucking freaked out. And I, like, didn't, I finally was able to pin it down to running. Have you, so, try, have you tried it since, like, in moderation? No, I haven't. Well, be, <laughs> I haven't. Because anytime I even jog, like, I'm going to jog across this cross 
crosswalk to be nice uh-huh. to the people that waited for me. Like two days later, I'll be like, I feel like not you ba- are kidding. not bad. But I'm like, I feel it. Now, is that treadmill running or outside running? It was always outside running. I can't do a treadmill. Uh-huh. I, but it's I too wonder much if that head. would be better for your back. Maybe. But why I'm so jealous is because now that you know, I can swim like a motherfucker. Uh-huh. But well, you're I can't always just swim. go swimming. Like when we're on tour, you're in Jersey, whatever. Like ah, I'm going to go run a few miles. Mm. I can't just be like, oh, I'm just going to hop in the pool and go yeah. swim. Unless you find one. Yeah. They're out there. I mean, work. there's public pools. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, you could leave the bus. Swimming's an incredible workout, and that works muscles it's that incredible. you don't know you have. Like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm in pretty good shape. I'm not as good a shape as I was because um, I kind of like I don't like lifting. That's my deal. Like I got into cardio. I have no, I have no interest in. Lifting. I hate lifting, but gosh darn it, when I did lift, when I was getting ready for those uh, boxing tournaments uh, that I did, the difference is evident. You know it's what I amazing, mean? Right? I physically and visually, I'm like, and it doesn't take long. Like if I just lift. And when I say lift, I'm not talking about huge lifts, almost like conditioning lifting. Yeah, yeah. But if I do that for like, if I can stick with two sessions a week and do it for a month, I physically look different. Yeah. You know? And oh, then, totally. And then the weight stays off with the running. I mean, it's 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 pretty simple to get in shape. I mean, you cut out sugar, cut out it's carbs, all, and but but starting all, is a nightmare. It's, it's all in your head. It's a nightmare. It took me years to start. Yeah. It's not a joke. It took no. me years to start. I yeah. thought about it, and then I look back at who I was, and I'm like, you fucking idiot. You idiot. Because guess what? I still eat like shit. I still eat terrible, but I work out so much and I teach those fitness classes on top of it, which isn't like a workout, but you're sweating a little it's bit. More, it's better than not. Yeah, you're moving. You're moving a little bit that um, I can eat. I mean, I know this is not how you're supposed to think about it mentally, but I work out so much that I can eat like shit and stay the exact same weight. I've heard more than one person say, I work out as much as I do so I can eat whatever I want. Yeah. That's kind of the life I'm living and I stay. I don't gain. And it works. And you know when I gain is if I take a week or two off of working out. Then all of a sudden, uh-oh, because so I've learned it's that. Tight. Yeah, I am um, at that place. But at any rate, I'm excited to try and use that as a little goal for myself that when I get on that plane, like, yo, I'm like, I want to feel like I did when I was getting ready to compete in those events over the past two years where, like, I if you felt. Totally, you totally will. I all the cardio you do, yeah, it's gonna, you're going to kill it. Pick it up. Yeah. I just got to get back to running. But um, our last two tours over there, I was in good shape. It was so different, Dan. The cardio. I, I mean, you I'm get not, off stage and you're like, all right. I mean, I could go. And I used to get so tired. I remember getting cramps in my side you got on so tired stage. You had to drive. Yeah, right. Hucking for air, like in between songs. Just do you know what I mean? Like gasping for air and just water. And then um, the last time we toured the lit tour and the tour prior to that, which was the one with Phil when we did like Slam Dunk. Yeah, uh-huh. um, hit the deck. Hit the deck. Man, I was we just played on a boat, dude. I. I could just go. I mean, literally, if you're like, hey, we're going to jam for two hours. Come on, bring it. Let's go. I mean, like, almost like I wanted, it was weird. It was almost like I wanted a more intense show. It sounds weird, you know, but like, yeah, just keep rocking, you know, like. Now we know how Ramshine got there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> totally. So anyway, so the point is, when you see me and Dan, we're going to be in peak condition. We're going to be in peak physical condition. Other guys, they may be fat fucks, but Dan and I, we're going like, it'll be Hans and I'm Franz still, up there. I'm still fat. I just, you know, yeah. I swim also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, there isn't an element of beyond getting your chops up as a musician. You got to get in shape. And relearning parts and relearning lyrics. You got to get in shape a little bit, yep. you know? So I'm, I'm excited for that. So there's your Get Happy update. We had our first huge jam session, and that's how we're going to do it. We're going to do another massive, like, I think two more big jam sessions, and hopefully everybody keeps their chops up. I have to rally Aaron and Owen to get together a couple times to work on some <laughs> vocals, because we didn't really work on vocals. I mean, everybody have needs to, to focus on their, their, their musical parts, you know? But uh, it's, it's really exciting, Dan. Um, we have picked, here's what gets wild, we have picked songs. We have. Not a set. Not a set. So I don't want anybody listening to this thinking like, oh, dude, do you have the set? We do not. We have picked a lot of songs, though. And, and one of them was stuck in my head all goddamn day today. Yeah, what do you got? What do you got? What hit you? How much you want to, you want to divulge? Oh, I already mentioned that you were ripping on uniforms, but that does not mean we're going to play it. No. Just and we're not going to necessarily play Wrinkle and Time either, but it was stuck in my head. Yeah. So that's a good song. That's a good song. Like a pound for pound, like the parts, the hooks. Like, I was, you know, you take a long time away from your own material because nobody really listens to their own stuff much. Maybe every once in a oh, while. I hate it. It's the worst. Well, because we played it so much too. Like, why would I listen to it? Of course. All the time, but hearing some of those songs and getting ready for them, I had a couple moments in the car cranking the system where I'm like, 
this is dead rocking. Like I'm listening to this like a fan. Like I am. Li- and and Wrinkle was one of the ones that did kick my butt in the car. Like holy shit, it just keeps like hook after hook after like hooks everywhere. You know. You know what was really fun for me was playing along with you know um, astute followers of me on Spotify and others in Army of Freshmen might have noticed we were playing a lot of our own tunes in Spotify before so I figured out to turn it now, into a private you session. You guys told me about this. Some sneaky shit went down. Yeah, yeah. You want to break that down for for the listener? Yeah, yeah, Simon. Uh, Simon Clark Clarky Clarky As we yeah. refer to him The recently married Clarky The recently married Clarky And we call him Clarky Because he's an E At the end of his name Because uh-huh. he's English Unlike me who's Scottish Super good dude he's a Great dude Yeah uh, he, and, he and his wife Just got married mm-hmm. Um I hope they're coming to all nine shows. They well, they're not because they're going on their honeymoon. No, but they're no, 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 no. Here's what they're fucking doing because they're so awesome. Okay. They're going to the show. I don't know what show it is. Oh my god! They're postponing going to the airport. Okay. So that they can go to a show and go straight to the airport to go on their honeymoon. Oh, that's dope. So we're going to see him for one show. We will We will see them because there are certain people over there that are friends. You know, I wouldn't even call them fans. I would call them friends. Yeah, lots of them. That you have to see and I know that sounds bizarre but we don't get over there a lot like if I don't see this is a handful of people I mean yeah. I, I could reel off all the names and I'm sure they all know who they are but I, I just want to see them it's just it's not right just for us hey. to play a show in that country without looking down and seeing Clarky. you know I mean just people like that that have been there and they've gone to the smallest shows that we've ever played and they, and they still have a great time and support us and they didn't roll a lot of people rolled let's be honest you know you have your peak as a band and then you get smaller and smaller and you you keep the hardcores that you know you you know you have a relationship with or friendships with and he's the type of guy that like i thought you were going to tell me that it was smack dab in the middle of their honeymoon and they weren't going to come to a single show that'd be heartbreaking well i think half of the tour is i I can't remember what show he said he was coming to Hmm. but yeah i mean they were just gonna they were gonna go on their honeymoon they're like fuck we announced the Hmm. tour fuck all right well we can go to this show and go straight to heathrow i mean we have been told and i don't know what the truth is to this but we have been told that he actually in he actually put a lyric from juliet on the inside of their wedding bands that's amazing i don't think now, we've been told that i think he told us that. he told us that he's probably full of shit I'm a you know what i mean he's probably he's probably absolutely full of shit um but nonetheless the sentiment is awesome so it's a dude incredible. a dude that would actually and, and he also said that they were going to walk to the aisle to the acoustic version of juliet because that song and it, this is how he tells it. This isn't me telling it. Um, he says that that song actually like provided legitimate inspiration for him to approach. One, I think he worked in a worked in a lyric somewhere, uh-huh. and you know, in talking with her, and like that was part of it. Like he pimped his wife with some AOF lyrics. Yeah, pretty much. To, to hear him tell it, yes, yes, to hear him tell it. Well, when I was going to try to find that, man. I was pimping my beloved, <laughs> and I was pimping her out for money because she's my bottom bitch. <laughs> Uh, how much sleep with that girl? I don't know, man. You know any uh, freshman jams? Yeah, at the end of the day, I'd like to hook up Done. with that girl in the corner. Okay, sounds good. Um, anyway, super good friend. We kid, we kid. Uh, and uh, I'm so glad that he's coming. There's so many people I'm looking forward to seeing. Damn, we got. We still have weeks to talk about this. But the clock is many ticking. Many weeks. The clock is ticking more than you would imagine. Like I mean, four months. Yeah, four months. I think less. I think less. Today's is, today October is like vastly November, December January okay three and a half yeah but oh man I'm excited and this weekend pumped me up the whole point of this is I left feeling good I looked I'm excited I'm excited to kick it with all the guys in the band just the energy again unbelievable how we fall into the old roles we have spent so much time with each other R O L E S got it yeah 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 <laughs> I was like I don't have a Rolls Royce man I thought you said <laughs> fat Rolls we spent so much time with each other the guys that who we were 15 10 years ago you know we're different it's generally the same though i saw habits i saw habits of certain people immediately coming back you know the guy who kind of just mentally just checks out and just loses it you know no no, i was talking about (laughs) owen you know the guy that just goes on spaceman you know the guy that has a couple too many cocktails the guy that gets all touchy wasn't me for once yeah it's it's wild so um but there was a lot of joy i felt like it was a wonderful weekend just so much positive energy and it was so fun jamming and i was hit with so many memories i don't know about you and that's because we worked on a little project that is not announced just yet but in addition to this uk tour 
We told the listener that there will be several things that we'll be doing in the new year. You know, we can't tour a lot, but there'll be some different things planned. And, and we have a bit of a video project, a bit of a, a bit of a visual Something project. Is Something is happening. We can't let the cat out of the bag. We'll definitely talk about it, and we'll talk about it extensively on this podcast. But we did some work on that this weekend, which is really cool. So if you are an Army of Freshmen fan, uh, fear not. You will have some things to sink your teeth into, to listen to, and to look at, and to hopefully go to some shows. And it was very exciting. It was a wonderful weekend. It was great. So I, many laughs. I actually remember where I started uh, taking this conversation. Huh. I had a really good time playing along with Spotify to our records. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. Sorry. That's where this all started. We got, we got, uh, we sidetracked. A bit of a controversy is what we're talking about. Well, not even that. Like he Some was sneaky fox. Well, no, he was very sharp. He noticed it. Then I was like, fuck, I forgot to set this to private. Uh, so I was what having, did he notice? No, he just noticed that Army of Freshmen dudes were listening to a lot of Army of Freshmen. How can you see that though? Well, if you follow somebody on Spotify, you can see what they, what they're playing. What they listen to Hmm I didn't know anybody I didn't know I personally had my Quote unquote Playlist out For somebody to follow Well but whatever you're Whatever like, you're like actually a, Listening to at the time A checked box Type deal Well so you can make Your Spotify session private So that it doesn't Broadcast to your friends What you're listening to uh-huh. uh, Which I Realized late in the game mm-hmm. But it wasn't just me uh, yeah. he, Simon's a very sharp guy um, But I was having Lots of fun so he, Playing along With our records So you're telling me new parts. He just Took a peek and said, "Damn, Dan Clark is really listening to his band Dan, a lot." Kai, probably mm-hmm. other people, okay. and and then he put two and two together. Was this prior to the announcement? Uh, well, no. He he. Once the announcement happened, he was like, "I kind of had an idea because Spotify oh, tipped he me had off." An idea. Yeah, he did, he didn't say anything. Okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. If he knew, so like, yeah, look oh. over here on my fucking Spotify feed, like That's all my friends' have. activity, Brr, everything my friends with on Spotify listens to. It shows up. Really? You know, their most recent stuff. What a weird world we live in that you can listen to people's playlists. I mean, like, if you were listening to some fucked up shit, like, you're telling me people know, though? Like, what if I just listen to the soundtrack of pornos all day? Like, Hot Porno Tracks, Volume 7. Is that on Spotify? Maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Is it J-Man's playlist? (laughs) J-Man's playlist. (laughs) I mean, that's crazy. You know, like, you could, so many things could... You could be exposed, for lack of a better word, or sonic exposure. I was going to say, or you could be exposed to really cool things, because you're like, hey, Chris Perez, listen mm-hmm. to some crazy shit. I'm going to check that out. Mm-hmm. But that would be so funny, because people would like, um, I uh, in some of the fitness classes I teach, I use Spotify, and I have like playlists, and you can imagine it's like Tabata workouts oh, and stuff. I'm right? finding you right now. I don't think I'm on that shit. I hope not. What's your username? Tell me. Tell me. <laughs> I don't even know. <laughs> um, so... I was like one of the first people on Spotify in the United States. I know you lucky fucker. I got a password. It was dope. When it was still only in Europe. Yeah. 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 You all mocked me. It's my only technological advancement. never mocked you. I was like, how'd you get on there? My only thing that I ever beat anyone, actually anyone in my life to, from a technological standpoint, usually I discovered like I'm still playing Temple Run. You know? Well, now that you have a phone that can run it again. Oh, it's so good. It's such a good little game. Um so uh, at any rate, uh, you, uh, you, well, all I'm saying is if I existed on there and you found me, you'd be like, dude, Chris J listens to the Tabata workout version of Bruno Mars like 20 times a week, like Fucking a maniac. Psychopath. Yeah, exactly. That was my whole point. Well, Dan, um, quite frankly, we've kind of been talking about a lot of get happy stuff because clearly we've been playing some jams and getting pumped up. And I mean, it was a wonderful weekend. If you're listening, you're in for a good show. We're going to try and cherry pick some great songs for you. Uh, and hopefully we're going to be in good physical shape and, and play putting on a great show and sounding really good. And I just can't wait. I'm starting to get excited. Yeah, like if, the ex- if, if you're a very astute listener, you might hear some new keyboard harmonies. Because mm. I learned some new shit while listening to myself on Spotify. No, no kidding, did you? Yeah. We, even found, we even found one part in one of our songs that apparently we've all been playing differently for 10, 15 years. Yeah, uh-huh. That was interesting. I don't yep. even think we resolved what the actual note is. Nope. You know? I was very proud of myself, too, because I caught the wrong bass line. You did. Yeah. You did. I was like, something's off here, but I you did. actually were able to nail it down. I nailed it. That's because his bass was right next to my ears. <laughs> I picked up on it, but I was very proud of myself. I'm never the guy to catch stuff like that. So <clears throat> look at me, Dan. I can do Temple Run on my phone. <laughs> 
I can hide my Spotify account. I can pick out Facebook because you haven't linked it with Facebook because you don't have one. Oh, that oh, is that the real key to that? Yeah, that's, a, that's the social part of it. Yeah, but there's like some songs. I was like, I don't want anybody to know I'm listening to that. That's why you make a fucking private session. It's very mm-hmm. simple. A private session. Right now, I'm listening to something. like. Is that what kids do now? Like back in the day, we always talk about mixtapes. You're famous for some of your great mixes, but you would like you know kamikaze to him. Made to a, a great one for my brother's wedding. I'll tell oh, you what. Did, I bet you did. I had some help with Jacqueline, but yeah. yeah okay. Yeah, we made you, it together. You were very good at that, and now I'm not just saying that. If you're, if you're listening, ask for a Dan Clark uh, uh, mix. He could capture all emotions. I still have some of them on disc. But point being is, <laughs> I do. Um, your your two Which th- ones? The two, no, that one. 2000 East Coast probably. Tour Mega Mix is a masterpiece. Well, thank you. Not many people can uh, seamlessly weave Weird Al into Sugar Ray and have it work. <laughs> I, this is why I miss my calling as a DJ. It's true. You would have been a good. You would have been a good DJ. Um, but with that said, uh, with some of your sweet, sweet mixes, uh, that's what kids do now. I guess do they they email a playlist to somebody. Like I, if you're trying to impress a girl, and like I've been thinking about you, and all these songs remind me of you. What do you do? You you share a playlist on I, Spotify. I would. I, I, that's uh, what teenager I, does. Because I'm almost forty, I have no fucking idea what they do. Uh-huh. I would guess they would. <laughs> And this is probably even dated. Share a YouTube playlist, or because they probably can't afford Spotify. Or uh, God, that's so soulless. Like they no. don't physically. I mean, you could make you know, a Spotify like, playlist really easy. Dropping it like somebody. at the door, or or you know what I mean, sticking it in the locker and decorating it a little bit with some plastic yeah, stars on a doorstep with a note because you're heartbroken. That yeah. could happen. Yeah, I mean, you've done that. I- that's what I was referencing. I, but what would you do now if you were in that situation? You're heartbroken. You would text like, "Hey, I know you don't want to be with me, but I'm sharing a playlist. <laughs> like, no. Please check it out." <laughs> I, like an adult, would write the lady off and be like, "I'm not talking to you anymore." Well, I'm talking about a younger Dan who was stalking the girl outside of his house and a VW bug. This is that's where someone's listening to this. Like, but. Jesus Christ, that was Dan. You know what I mean? Like they've been wanting to stalk her. <laughs> Fucking ball sack imprints on the window for weeks on end. All they could just see is a guy in an army jacket run into a VW that was bus. Just Owen's fire. That was Owen's Saturn. Oh, that's like, a good fucking that's a great prank. story. How do we did talk pranks this weekend? We did. How do we miss that? Because well, we were talking band pranks. How we were talking did we individual pranks? Ever miss that? That's an all time classic. Um, we'll we'll do that, another, another story. Yeah, we still have an episode of Price. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll sandbag him with that one. Yeah, it's a different world, Dan. It's a different world. I think we can all agree to that. Anyway, you cut it. Uh, well, well, as, as we've sort of been talking about a variety of more rock and roll all over the place topics, Dan, uh, let's go back to one of the old features of Fresh Talk that we don't do much, but, but our raves, our picks of the week. It's been a while since we've talked about anything that we've liked or maybe not liked. We're not talking. We've made a vow to say no politics this week. We're not saying the T word. Anything you've been watching, listening, or reading, and I'm going to say in the past couple months because we haven't tried to turn anybody on yeah, to we anything haven't, We haven't done picks in forever, so there's, I'm going to I'm gonna have to scrape my brain for some stuff in the future because I know I got some okay. shit in there. Uh, you know, Lex, in an upcoming episode, let's do an all picks episode because it's been a long time. I've seen movies and TV shows and, and even stuff that's disappointed me, but I think we could do a whole episode on like, yo, we got some reading for you, we got some movies for you, we got some TVs for you, stuff that we really like, and maybe a couple things to avoid. I'm okay. going to do it right now. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll yeah, line yeah. that up. Next episode or two, we'll, we'll do a big one. We can make a nice little list. and Because and, people used to love our recommendations, or at least they told us they did. People found some good stuff, <laughs> but we haven't done it in a while. No, no. We just kind of forgot. It's been quite a while. I, well, I will tell you that I'm super pumped that uh, one of my favorite shows is back, mm-hmm. Mr. Robot. What season are they on? This is season three. It started last week. I love season one. You turned me on to it. You were the first person. I thought it was a very creative, very interesting show. Um, I started season two, and I'm going to tell you, I didn't. I wasn't thrilled with finish season two. It. A lot of backlash on that because season there one was, of, there was season one was incredible. Yeah, they took turns I didn't expect, and it was dramatic. And everybody and was talking about guys like you were turning other people onto it, and it was done right. And mm-hmm. um, you know, I've read some articles about the guy that did all the effects, who's like a you know a CISO, a chief security officer at a place, and like they just really know their technology, yeah. and they go to great lengths to make it plausible. Uh, season two wasn't thrilled. Yeah, you love the realism of it as a guy who really does understand tech and works in yeah. it. You had said that, that like, this is the closest 
to what yeah. it really looks no, like. No, that's it. Yeah, that's it. Real people Did were working job. on that. Did a great job. And, you know, the acting was, for the most part, really good. Uh, Robin nice Melek was great. Nice to see Christian Slater again. It's always good to see yeah. him. He's, you know, he's back in season three. So I don't know how season three is going to go, if it's going to be better than season two, hopefully. And probably not as good as season one. But um, started off with a good start. We'll see where it goes. So okay. that, that's my pick. This week, that's your Mr. Pick. Robot Season 3 is back. Mr. Robot Season 3. I'm going to go with the show that we've talked about 1,800 times on this show, and I will defend it till it's dying day. To me, it has maintained and only gets better, and you could get picky about what season's better than what season. The last season going. wasn't the best season they ever did, but every week I laugh, and I'm going to watch it tonight, and Fuck I'm yeah. going to laugh. South Park. Fuck yeah. Oh, I just... It's just they it's just my humor it everything about that show makes me laugh i love how it goes from i love comedy that's juvenile and almost offensive yet is smart at the same time and i love when there's a little bit of you know a moral to it or or you know topical something that is relevant let's Mm -hmm. just put that and the master that's george carlin he was the king yes george carlin could literally do a fart joke into a very cynical comedic attack on administ on a current a current presidential satire scathing best scathing satire you got it well played um and South Park does that. I mean, South Park to me is almost my George Carlin now that he's gone. I mean, they'll literally one episode will be making. Uh, is it Alexa? Yeah, Alexa. You know, say oh, yeah. T- you know, say juvenile third grade. You know, poopy balls. <laughs> And, and in the same episode... Well, that's a callback. Yeah, they'll find a way to actually have that be involved in what's going on in, in maybe the political climate or, or the social climate. It's just amazing. I love that stuff. I love when people can be smart, but at the same time not take themselves seriously. It's just my favorite. It is fantastic, especially with South Park, because they do kind of get mired down in the, the political stuff, and they had this whole, you know, the, the, the first season with PC Principal, it kind of gets serious. Oh, the, then they'll flip around and have dick and fart jokes for a whole episode yeah. out of nowhere. And, and PC Principal's still there. Yeah. Oh, it's just, it's, they really do have a mastery of their brand of comedy where they're just, they're serious and they're smart <laughs> and they're clever and there's a fart joke. Like, yeah, yeah. And it works. Yeah. Every time. It really does. Hey, my little brother's calling me. Oh, BJ, we'll tell him to call in on the old Facebook. Yeah, you know it's funny about him, and uh, he doesn't know this, but when he comes up, I got this picture of him. He's clearly partying, maybe a little buzz from a long time ago. But he's like with some babes, you know what I mean? And like that's the type of thing that would like totally bum him out. That I've even seen it, but it was one of those like somebody got it to me. It wasn't my parents or anything like that. It's just a channel reached out and basically said, "Yo, I know I don't know you, but." I'm for bros with your brother, and you, this is a pick you're probably going to want to hold on to. You know, I've never even showed That's it to him, but the most New Jersey thing I've ever heard. I'm saving it for a rainy like day. Like someone you don't know was like, you just need to see this. It's incredible. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Saving it for a rainy day, and of course, my dad will probably tell my brother that this is in the podcast. But it'd be crazy if my brother's a secret listener because he would never admit to listening to this. God, you no, know what why I mean? Would you? But it would be so epic if it turns out he was like right now. He's watching this, listening to this, and now he has to debate whether or not to confront me about the picture. It's not a lewd picture by any means. It's well, just he has him. no idea what picture it it's is. It's him being silly, but he likes to be serious in pictures. You well, know BJ? I mean? yeah. BJ Schisms, if you're listening. Schisms. <laughs> Wait for the bomb to drop. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Got them nude schisms. <laughs> Don't worry, Brett. It's not a dick pic. Um, <laughs> Oh boy, it was taken before those new microscopic iPhone cameras. So. <laughs> I was oh, waiting. I was oh, waiting. Come on, see that's my kind of comedy. I was waiting. You know, that's my type of comedy. Um, well, uh, folks, I, I think we're good. It's, 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 uh, it's a, an interesting episode. Anything else you want to touch on, Dan? I, I, we have a couple topics that are coming up. Um, we have an interview coming up with somebody very special next we week. We do, and we're not. We always tell people we're going to interview you people. This one's actually happening. It's happening. An interview, and I think anyone on the books that listens to this podcast, I got shocked. Um, anybody that will. Listen to this podcast. We'll be very excited about this interview. That's next week's episode. Yep. So enjoy this week's episode of nothing. 
And then next week, we'll have that interview. Then we're going to have an episode about our picks over the past couple months, almost like a roundup, things that we really have enjoyed over the past couple weeks. Um, not a year-end review. No, oh, God. You know, because we got to bring Kai back for that, because yeah, that's we, the only one Kai wants to do. Because Kai listens to 18 million records and needs to tell you about all of them. Like, there is an obscure Canadian death metal band that branched out into an alt-folk project, but they recorded it in Zimbabwe. Track number seven. I mean, he is... He goes deep. His he knowledge is, is deep. He is thorough when it comes yeah. to that stuff. But it'd be interesting to see if it's still thorough. Because I think for the podcast, he did extra research, you know, and now he's a father. Beautiful, beautiful little girl that had yeah, her one-year-old birthday. Yeah. It is a cute kid. The pictures that I see, I haven't met her in person. You haven't met her? Isn't that fucked up? Oh, my God, J-Man. It's super, She's super, adorable. super fucked up. But She's really sweet. Beautiful little kid. Um, but I wonder if that's cut down because that cuts down on everything. So I wonder if he can get really deep on records, you know. I mean, he has a he has a commute. So, mm-hmm. one of my favorite currently active bands, The Front Bottoms, just put out a new record. I'd like to address that in the coming weeks. There is a little uh, controversy about that. Not controversy. Yeah, there's a mixed camp controversy. Um, mixed mix camp is mixed camp. Uh, I have a wonderful story involving my mom and the monkeys and a dream fulfilled. And I also have that crazy story I told you in Boston where I got involved in um, the mafia mafia situation. So there's a lot of great stuff to talk about, Dan. But we needed to kind of get out the fact that, yes, we have jammed. We jammed. And we jammed a lot. I know you always come up with some great titles, but I could see this one being called, yes, we jammed. And we jammed. (laughs) (laughs) One of my favorite songs. That's great. She was a beep-up baby on a hot day's night. (laughs) And if you know what band that is. Will make you the third person to win something on Fresh Talk. <laughs> Lucy, Stubby Stubbs, and whoever comes up with what that line's from. All right. So get to Googling, you fucks. That's cheating. You just got to know. I hate you that. Find anything on Google. I hate radio contests are ruined by Google. I hate it. It, 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 as a trivia guy, it, it pisses me off because all that time that I took to digest useless information. Yeah. Now, when somebody asks a question like, hey, if you know this one, be the, you know. It's, well, where that still pays off is if you go to local trivia nights and you, you play trivia. Mm-hmm. I don't mean, you yeah. think some of those local trivia people cheat? I don't know if you have time to cheat. That's the catch. Maybe they ask you to silence phones and stuff. Or, or I would hope. I've actually never gone. If it was a high-level one, I would expect it. I mean, if there's money on the line, you can't be going to fucking Google. You know, we, um, I mean, this is a compliment. You and I would be a very dangerous uh, trivia duo if it was a two-man op, because we specialize in departments that the other doesn't. Opposite departments. I I mean that, though. I mean, like, you can handle some science, you can handle some tech, and they run rampant in trivia. Like, tech has become a big, you know, but just the the world we live in. You know what I mean? You'd kill it. You'd kill it. You'd kill it. And video games, Mm -hmm. obviously, are very, but they're very prevalent now. Out of the loop, though. Trivia things. It's stuff that when we were young, you know, our parents wouldn't play Trivial Pursuit and ask, you know, what was the third Link game? That would be more impressive. And I've actually done this not very recently, but recently, like an 80s version of Trivial Pursuit. Mm. Good fucking luck. Oh, you've played an 80s version of Trivial Pursuit? Yeah, I found my parents' old, you know, Trivial Pursuit at some point. This is probably like 10 or 15 years ago. But it was like the 80s original version. Oh, like, wow. No one, no one can answer any of these oh, questions. That's curious, because really obscure knowledge that maybe you knew back then. Like uh-huh. you know, yes, I know who Walter Mondale is, but that's it. Like <laughs> no one else. Walter Mondale is the ultimate trivia answer for Always. anything. For Always. anything. What's the circumference up, of kids. Jupiter? Walter Mondale. He just ruled <laughs> trivia games. That's an absolutely 100% home run example of it. He, every answer was Walter, like, 70s politics. Who is Walter Mondale? Like, you don't even ask the question, man. He was always there. <laughs> but, yeah, we do really good because we could kind of handle some different different demographics. You know what I you mean? You know, I... <laughs> Hate to say it, but we really also need Jacqueline because she has such a handle on pop culture. Mm. I know you said two man team. Pop if it's a three man team, You're, but she gets into the weird poppy stuff. Pop culture, like YouTube like culture, the third Kardashian Snapchat, and shit. Fuck it, all of that stuff. Yeah. Labels, like brands, mm. she's got it. And if it's a Zelda question, look out. She's got that too. Yeah, for the listener, if you're not aware, uh, Dan's girlfriend is a hardcore Legend of Zelda fan. She is. Like a fan outside of just like, oh, I played a Zelda backpack over there. Yeah, and speaking of Zelda back, she actually has a Zelda back piece. She has Link on her entire back. It's true. It's a little weird. It's a little weird. She spent a lot of money on it. But it looks... A lot of rupees on it. It looks really nice. I'm sure there's... I, I. don't want to go there, you know, but there's probably moments of intimacy where you're like, Jesus Christ, Link's looking at me all over. Skyward Sword. I'm just going to say that. (laughs) 
Oh, I wish it wasn't your girlfriend because I got good stuff. I'm thinking downward sword jokes and stuff like that, you know. And plus, how could you not? I hum the theme song. All right, let's go away from that. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Dan, uh, Fresh Talk is still rocking. Um, where can we people are. find us? Where can people listen? Explain the video thing because my dad, who is a listener, is like, oh, I want to watch the video. And All right. Uh, he didn't sound that desperate. So for everybody else, I'm just going to talk to Mr. J for a minute. Okay. Mr. J. If you go to Facebook.com slash Fresh Talk Podcast. Dad, that is called a URL address. And at the top of the computer, there's a white space. And you type in what, Dan? Fresh Talk. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Facebook.com slash Fresh Talk Podcast. So real quick, Dad, that doesn't mean you just type it in without a dot com. You can't just put the word up there. Correct. You need the dot com. Okay. Um, Facebook.com slash Fresh Talk Podcast. Podcast. And if you follow that page, our page, you will get notified um, when we do live video and you can see all the other live videos we've done because we don't delete them. Why would we? Uh, and you can go back and watch. You it. can go back and watch the old ones. If you want to see Chris and I sitting at a table in my house, which is looking, very boring, looking violently pale and blurry. It's yeah, it's the ring light. That's fine. Uh, but really Lighting the best way to listen, <laughs> the best way to listen, anybody actually does start watching this. If you see the numbers go up, we're do- redoing the light. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, I mean, it was a gift. It works well. Um, I mean, look at us. Yeah, just subscribe. We just talked about trying to get in shape. We look like sheep. Subscribe <laughs> in your podcatcher of choice. I prefer Pocket Casts, but Apple has a built-in one called Podcasts. You can listen on Stitcher. You can listen on TuneIn Radio if you have an Amazon oh. Echo. You can say, Alexa, play Fresh Talk Podcast on TuneIn, and it will play it from your Alexa. Well, where do I listen to my podcasts? I, I touch this uh, purple podcast app. Yeah. app. So iPhones have one built-in called Podcasts. It's just called Podcasts. Yeah. It's great. And you just search for Fresh Talk, and we'll be up there with Fresh Air, you know, with Terry Gross. Mm -hmm. Fresh Air, Terry Gross. And subscribe, and then you'll get every single podcast we do delivered directly to your listening device of choice. Mm -hmm. And you get a little update saying, hey, there's a new Fresh Talk. You might just get a badge saying you have a number one. I get get a a thing that comes up and says, hey, you have a new episode of Fresh Talk, which is really nice. Yeah. And then you can enjoy it on your drives or before you go to sleep. Whenever you like. And it'll sound point. that, I mean, if, if you want to contribute live, you know, uh, mm-hmm. by all means, join us on Facebook. We will send out notifications when we're going to yeah, do this. So you can that's a one-time, that's a one-time catch. That is a one-shot deal. Dan and I don't schedule these far in advance. We'll touch base that day and then we'll meet <laughs> It'll up. It'll be, so, hey, five minutes from now. Yeah, that's, yeah. Don't think you're going to lock it in. We don't lock it in. Unfortunately, we don't no. have a set schedule where we do this. We don't have that luxury. If we did, we could take legit calls and that would be cool. I'd love to actually talk to people. No, we can do that. I mean, if we did it on weekends or something. Like that. Yeah, but I just our schedules uh, it would never fly. You know, true. Anyway, Dan, always a pleasure. Always Definitely, a pleasure. as always. I hope everyone who's listening is having a great day. Or if you're listening to this at the beginning of the day, I wish you a great have day. a great day. Yeah, nice, a lot of positive energy. I want to send into the world right now. You know, we got to fight all this negative crap that's happening. Going hippie on you here, getting deep. No, I actually have seen a bit of that on my Facebook feed. Also, like, hey, everything's really dark right now. It's Here's not. a manatee. Yeah. Like, good stuff. I saw a tweet. Oh, Dan, I retweeted it. I don't even know if you saw it, but um, I don't it was uh, uh, it was a um uh, a chimpanzee that was dying and Aww. wouldn't eat and was very old. And they brought back its original, you know, trainer, doctor, whatever. And it lit up and smiled and gave him a hug and touched him and stroked his hair and 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 he fed her and she, it, I said, it was legit. I don't really watch those. I'm like, oh, a chimpanzee video. Just something made me click on it because I was like, well, you don't see chimpanzees a lot. And I'm like, no. it's dying. No one loves it. And oh, it's huge. Oh, it's. I mean, just just warming. The world can be a beautiful place, Dan. It's it frequently does, a very beautiful place. It does not need to be so dark, violent, and stupid, and insidious and hateful. It's easy. Just be nice to people. True. Dude, be nice. Yeah. And with that. Yes. violent racist fucked up but the world needs to be a nice place and then a so-and-so said to the so-and-so and then like <laughs> you could get some gossip and that is true oh no <laughs>